Welcome back to Rouge One. We're on episode nine, and I know that off the top of my head this time, I am Kevin Yost. Sud Sampath, happy to be here. I'm Ben Rogers. Let me ask you, Kevin, do you have it on your monitor right now, something that says, this is episode nine? No. But I did well, You check... remembered all in your... No, I checked the Google Drive. And who are you? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, this is uh, Matt Gould uh, judging... <laughs> judging. <laughs> yeah. Matt Gould, That's presiding. <laughs> Judge Matt. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Sud, who told us that he had to look up somebody else's week because he just sat in a blank room and stared at the wall for seven days. It's true. Apparently, I shot up a synagogue, so uh, I don't know what I'm doing here. I think I should be running from the law. Uh, no, I didn't do anything. Uh, I designed some neural nets. I can talk to you about neural network post-processing. Do you want to talk about that? That's for our side podcast. Neural net. Called Machine Learning with Sud. Yeah. Do a quick, um, do a quick explain like I'm five. Uh, okay. Well, if you pour water down a hill of sand and you want to know where the water goes, you can use the machine learned algorithm known as a neural net. I don't think five-year-olds know what water or sand is. Yeah, that was incredibly good. Thank you. That's, that's sort of how it works. Um, there's no inference. There's no way to tell like why it's going the way it does, but it does a pretty good job of predicting something. And so then I had homework and then I went on a date. It was very, very lovely. And then that's adorable. Whoop, whoop. Oh, I also I watched mean... the NFL divisional games. You want to talk about the divisional games? I lost a ton of money. Sure. Getting. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to assume you're the only one who watched it. Yep. But go for it. Who played? Did the the Nuggets play? Still <laughs> That's team? Basketball, you loser. NFL. Uh, <laughs> uh, NFL. This is NFL divisional games. Uh, oh, NFL. I have gotten really into sports gambling because I now have a lot of disposable income, and there go. It's a you know what a, a reasonable man should do is to gamble. That's what I've learned, and I'm really bad at it. And my friends are really bad at it because they all tell me terrible decisions or terrible lines. And then I've been gambling with them. And it's been quite fun to do, even though we lose all the time. And we lost uh, because the fucking Colts are terrible. Uh, the Patriots are obviously godlike. And uh, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, we're going to go ahead and mark this down now. We can go ahead and refer back to this podcast in three years when Sud is on the streets. Begging for $5 for the craps table. I need I need shoes, not even a new pair. Come on. I just, I just need let to me, wear something. Let me roll them bones. It's, it's just so it's so cold outside. Uh, uh, I did play a little bit of FIFA 19 just because it's it's like the perfect... I did, I've said it before. I think I said it on our game of the year. It is like probably one of the best sports games ever made. This is like really relaxing to, to just play a game and like listen to music, put on a podcast. Um, one of my coworkers uh, was playing FIFA on the PS4 for a long time, and he just recently bought it for his Switch, and he fucking loves it on the Switch. I refuse to believe it's good on the Switch, but I can. Uh, good for him. I mean, I don't know. Like, it seems that it'd be kind of neutered, like graphically. But that's for another day. Um, otherwise, yeah. I mean, work. I I actually have to get so much shit done because I will not be on next week's pod unless we're not gonna have a pod next week. Because I'll be in Hawaii, backpacking. Hawaii? You don't want to cast live from the islands? No, I don't want to cast live for the islands. I don't want to bring my fucking mic. I'll be backpacking. I'll probably be out of cell service or internet service for that matter. 
and I also want to respect the sanctity of Martin Luther King Day. Are you gonna so eat a lot of podcast. poi? Well, considering I'm a fucking vegetarian, Ben, and you've known that for <laughs> no, decades. No, I'm not going to. Well, you concealed it well. I don't accept that you're gonna not gonna be on the next podcast. The three of us are buying tickets. We're all gonna meet up. We're gonna do a Hawaiian podcast that sure. nobody will be able to appreciate. Deep in the jungle. We're gonna record uh, Broly Broly's podcast in Hawaii. It's like we have to find the one theater that's playing the Broly movie. <laughs> that's what we go to Hawaii for is <laughs> Broly dark theater and watch anime. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a waste of everyone's time. I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, I don't remember who's next, so I'm just gonna throw it out there. Let's go with Ben. Oh me. All right. Well. Unlike you two, well, I, actually, I did. I did nothing as well, but I did get a new game, which I have been playing. My God. And it is called Slay that the That is Spire. something. And it is a card deck building roguelike, is how, I, sounds is how I would describe it. Uh, you choose one of three classes, a warrior, a rogue, a mage. They all start and a head tie. And they all start with really basic cards like an attack that deals this much damage, a defense that gives you this much block, and one special card pertaining to the class. And as and there are three acts. In each act there's like ten levels that you go through and they're like intersecting paths so you can choose. So you can see where an enemy is, where a mystery room is which will give you like a there are two doors in front of you one is red one is blue you know which door do you choose and they'll and what is this game like, i'm so confused like i described I, uh, like man, a I spaced out game. yeah i'm really lost i'm just trying can to describe stop? the game yeah but you keep describing more stuff and i keep getting more lost can we just go back a little bit yeah sure uh so what is the this is a video game <laughs> yes on Steam, early access. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure on that. All right, so you bought a game on Steam, it. and it's a card deck building game. Yes, roguelike. But do you play other no. people? What's rogue play mean? Uh, you, no roguelike, yeah, dude. As in, you know you're gonna. It, it's gonna be different each run through. Okay. It's like randomized. Typically, it's really hard. You don't carry anything from different playthroughs. Yeah. Like Dark Souls is not quite a roguelike, but it's probably the most accessible roguelike out there. Like it's okay. super hard, and you know, you, when you die, you lose a lot of stuff. In this case, yeah. Like Souls, so like also, old, so like uh, an, like a, a super go, uh, go, ghosts and goblins. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a roguelike. Yeah, it's definitely a roguelike. It, um, you don't. You, the, what is it? You don't win every time. You just do a little better. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. But it's yeah. basically that. Um, but then the second part of what you were saying was just like a fucking visual novel. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, door exactly. Or the there's, blue door. As you, there's, oh. there's fights, and there is um, uh, like little events like this. And so you have to do uh, one or the other depending on your path that you go. And the fights are really, you know, um, it's like... Uh, What's the game where you can actually see what the enemy's moves are before they do it? Into the, Into breach. the breach. Yeah. So 
you have that knowledge, and then you have to react based on the cards that are in your hand. And uh, as you win, you get to add more cards or upgrade the cards you already have. So you get to sort of build a deck as you go along. Uh, what is the deck building mechanic like? Uh, it gives you after each fight, you get like um, you get a choice between three cards. So every I'm sorry, I'm I'm just really confused by this. So like, is it are these like fantasy cards? Yeah, like, like is there a resource like, system. It's like, like imagine it's like a JRPG except your actions, you know, except like fight item run yeah. are cards. Yeah. That you oh. draw, and those are your choices to make during that oh, fight. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So, so there's no like mana or anything you're using to use the cards. It's like the cards are the. That's a thing. It, you have three mana or energy, quote unquote, and those that three each of the cards have different costs. Some are zero, some are one, some are two, some are three. And how you use that energy is up to you, based on your cards. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun little game. Okay. It's early access. It's like fifteen dollars. Uh, the animation is uh, like nothing special. The art's pretty cool, but uh, it's just a fun little game that I've been enjoying. Is there a story around it or anything? not? Really, just go up the spire and slay the bosses and do the little things. I guess that makes a little more sense. It does feel like because I just have some like gameplay up and it feels like one of those games that it's just like why did you go into early access this feels like a game you could have just fucking finished and released yeah maybe they needed the money just doing more stuff with it yeah but i'm excited to see like where it'll go how much it'll add if they'll add more cards it's it's fun for what it is how did you hear about it uh i had a friend who was playing a lot of it on steam i was like what is this game like you should get it it's a lot of fun if you like card games and i was like i love card games ben you don't have any of the friends behind us don't lie <laughs> uh what other card game is this like this seems interesting to me what like what's it called? do you remember the super nintendo dragon ball game oh wow that's yeah. a, i love that i do remember that yeah yeah well you would have like the different star cards it seems yep. like it's like that, except it doesn't have, it doesn't tell the story of Goku. It's just going through a bunch of fights. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, I just really hoping for a, of... a Goku tie-in, but Super <laughs> Saiyan Blue Goku, Son Goku. But that's that. There's that, and then um, I watched Into the Spider Verse. Nice. Is it, fuck and yes. That we're gonna talk about yeah, that later. Yeah, I, that's. Probably the best Spider-Man I've ever seen. And I worked and right. had general house maintenance. Cool. Did you put up? Did you put up a no, shelf I, or something? You know, shoveled shoveled the driveway. Oh my Was god! Was it snowing? This yeah. is a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did it snow a lot? Enough. <laughs> How many inches? I mean, I, yeah, Ben, tell yeah. us the exact <laughs> amount of precipitation you got in, in the air, <laughs> middle Ohio. No. How much actually formed on the ground? <laughs> Four, six. Four, six what? Feet? Inches. <laughs> We're moving on. Matt, what did you do? Uh, wow, I actually played some video games. Um, I I sat down on Saturday. I had the day off to... Uh, my birthday was this week, so... Oh, yeah, Friday, this is so Saturday, birthday. I was yes. off. 
<clears throat> uh, thanks. I, uh, I sat down and I played a fucking shit ton of Red Dead. I probably played like a good like four or five hour stretch and I beat the sixth chapter. It, it is not necessarily beating the game. Rockstar is not going to just let you beat the last chapter in a Western game. You know, <laughs> there's an epilogue. So um, I have to play through the epilogue. But I mean, man, oh man, this is like um, I haven't experienced a... Um, game quote-unquote uh, ending like this since something akin to like Metal Gear Solid 4. Super Mario. Like in terms of just like how <laughs> I felt. Get the fuck out of here, Ben. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Just like how I felt like during the whole like the whole thing. Just like it's wow. it's so amazing. When you learned Arthur Morgan was his own Did grandpa. Did you cry? <laughs> Um, I, I don't think I cried, but like, there were definitely moments where I was just like, like, man, this is amazing. If I had emotions, I would cry right now. Um. <laughs> Botched facelift. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's one of the best, um, like, American tales of fiction, like, like in the uh, like American to Fievel goes west of that. Yeah, is it a good successor to <laughs> Fievel goes west? You know, it it it, it uh, they're 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 so similar in how amazing they are. The greatest <laughs> Arthur American Morgan and Fievel Mousekowitz are really very similar characters. Fievel is the great American. He is Arthur Morgan. <laughs> Art, you know, Arthur Morgan is just trying to emulate that. Yeah, and you know, he's also eating biscuits. He's also a Jewish Russian yes. mouse. He is a Jewish <laughs> Russian mouse. There's, there's so many similarities. Um, but <laughs> that part for Arthur only comes up in the journal, but it's there. <laughs> You're such a bitch, Kevin. Oh my god. <laughs> you gotta read between um, the lines. <laughs> I. It's just pretty literary, of, just you know. The five. There's journal. a part of me that kind of um feels like, you know, I'm I'm definitely I need to replay the game so I can do a lot more of the side stuff, like a lot more of the co- little like collecting things. Did like, you I didn't critical get all path the dinosaur it? bones? Towards the end, like you're just like I'm just gonna finish the story. There, I, I mean, there comes a point in the story where you feel like if you. Like okay, I did that mission. Now time to fuck go find some dinosaur bones. Like you just, it's you feel like it is imperative to your character to continue this mm, main story. Okay. I I don't like yeah. I, yeah like that's always a problem with me and open worlds with yeah. those open world yeah like that's how I felt with but at um, the same time uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, that's how I felt constantly throughout Spider Man. Oh yeah, also there's that. only like because like it's one of those false urgencies where like you can take as much time as you want in between but it feels like if you don't yeah almost all of them feel like mary jane's falling off a building time to go catch some pigeons that's that's why i mean that's why i like um, parts of spider-man where it like earlier on in the game the day's done peter parker will be like oh well i i can't go meet up with blah 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 until sundown and it like yeah. kind of forces you to go fuck around, so that's good. I mean, it doesn't really ever do that to you in Red Dead. Like you can always just like go straight to the next mission. 
Yeah, um, but so far from what I've played of Red Dead, I think it's done a really good job of not giving that false urgency. There and like are I, definitely parts of the story where it does open up and not lay that false urgency on you. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, does, yeah, does lay like that false urgency thing on you. And it's like, but go do what you want. Just from what I understand, like, the the end of some of the chapters, like, they just reach a crescendo, and you're like, I can't, like, you just... <laughs> It's like hard to right. see yourself stop. There's a bullet like in mid right. motion and it stops. I mean, <laughs> especially like th- there's a couple um, good little side missions in six that I feel like are worth doing while you're kind of like doing the the final thing. Like it does feel like they tie kind of together in a way. Um, but like as as far as like finding a dude zebra. Like, I didn't really feel any urgency to go find the zebra when quest, I was, though. like, balls deep in Chapter 6. So I'm going to have to replay the game. Oh, so it's I can so go good. Find... You should do it. Yeah, that's Because awesome. I was going to yeah, say, I like... totally found an urgency to do that when I was in, like, Chapter 3. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. we just set no. up a new camp. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go find this guy's zebra. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, like, yeah, so... um I'm also interested in checking out the online, even though a lot of people have been bitching about it, even though I don't really accept a lot of those complaints considering the game is in beta and they haven't even unraveled a full I just want beta. PvP. They're still like adding stuff to the beta. So, I mean, I don't think we'll even see Red Dead Online finished until at least the summer. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's one and of then, those things. And then like... I, because I think it, I think it'll be finished with a sort of announcement of DLC. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll be I, like, oh, we have DLC coming up, and by the way, Red Dead Online is complete. They didn't do this fucking already... DLC for GTA V. Why would they do it for Red Dead? They did it for the first well, Red I mean, Dead. they did a shit ton of multiplayer. They did DLC for Red Dead 1. Yeah, exactly. That was six years ago, seven years ago. Like, Well, people are going to expect something similar, like Undead Nightmare Space or something. Space Andy. Something fun. I, I can see a standalone... Wacky thing. Yeah, I do expect because there's there's um seeds of it in within the game. It abducted by aliens for a potential undead nightmare. A space horse. So, uh, or and I mean, people are obviously like data mining and stuff to find like potential DLC information within With the files, Sonic and that's the... all like that's all like <laughs> hearsay and potential spoilers. So I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, yeah, I, I right now, based on the way GTA Five worked, I would definitely expect to see lots of new items and horses and shit added to well, they haven't even Yeah, they haven't even mentioned if they're going to do, like, you know, like the old, the same way they did with the other one where you could do death matches. And, yeah, that's what I want. Um, Mexican standoffs and, like, 4v4s like like, yeah, and like a, where the a game started. Round. Like, those were, that's where I, I, I really actually liked really Red l- Dead online. Yeah. You guys the, actually the play Mexican, a lot. Yeah, Matt and I played a lot I, of the PvP. I didn't play. I didn't play a, as much of Red Dead Online as I did GTA Five. I probably sank like a good hundred hours into GTA Five Online. I didn't know that. But Red Dead Online, I just kind of dabbled in. But it was fun. What I did. You always dabble. played with me. I probably played it just as much as I played Last of Us Online. Oh, you played. You played it. Which played Last of Us Online of was really good until people figured it out. And then it became, like, really annoying because, like, everybody just puts the same loadout 
and just fucks you up. And if you don't have that loadout, then fuck you. So it's just <laughs> like kind of like full sprint, extra health, or whatever it was. Martyr. <laughs> Martyr. But I did like, I did like the whole Mexican standoff as mm-hmm. the beginning of the death matches. And if you win the Mexican standoff, you kind of get a you little to go advantage. Where the guns are, or get to a high ground. Like that yeah, was a you lot get of to, fun. Yeah, or pick up extra ammo or the body you were fighting armor. in the you were fighting in the ranch like that was a lot of fun you could hop on a horse i don't remember any of this shit dude oh my god like, <laughs> yeah like i played i, I played remember a lot said of you PvP. were you were a fat mexican on a donkey oh yeah i fucking hated the donkey why would they make you start with the donkey <laughs> <laughs> so you could because fucking it's earn rock that shit yeah. Oh, it was so bad. I loved being a fat Mexican, but like I hated the fact that you started with <laughs> the donkey. Burro. Like it's carne de burro. I'm gonna call you Lisa Junior. They call burritos burritos because they look like the little roll ups on the sides of donkeys where people would have their like sacks and shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that was a piece of trivia <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Coming at you. <laughs> You're like the back of a fucking, like, cookie box. Like, come on. Or, like, a popsicle <laughs> stick. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, um, But back on track here, I'm excited <laughs> that I... What track? You started talking about The Last of Us multiplayer. Like, <laughs> come on. Well, I'm talking about more than you, so Boom. sit back and relax. <laughs> gotcha. So, I, uh... I'm glad I finished Red Dead because now I can start my epic adventure in Zelda Breath of the Wild, which came <gasps> in the mail today. Yay! Happy birthday to you. How, how far also, did you get on the Wii U version? Oh, yeah. I beat um, one temple, the, the uh, water temple, oh, and then the I was elephant. like, oh, I'm going to get this for the Switch, so I'm going to stop before I get too much So you far. stopped playing like over a year ago, like 18 months ago? Yeah, so it's going to be a fresh nice. experience. Wow. I'm really excited because the Wii U version um, is good and all, but man, it had some really bad frame rate problems. If you got into any sort of combat with any more than like a couple enemies, man, you Matt doesn't have context. The Switch version is just as bad. Like it, the Wii U version actually has some stuff that's better than the Switch version. Watch out for all those explosions. Like for 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 real, like. You, really? Yeah, but there's, I mean, but you're playing it in handheld mode, and it makes like all the difference. You're just like, oh fuck it, I don't care that there's just slow down or weird mm-hmm. tearing. But I'm telling you, well, like, I don't plan on, I don't plan on playing it in handheld mode too too much. It'll run better in handheld mode. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's it's actually the best way to play the game. It's bizarre, but yeah. Um. Well, it's because the dock speaking... doesn't do anything as far as giving the switch any power. Yeah. So when you put it in the dock it's just going from trying to display it in 720p to 1080p yeah yeah it's just kind of like streaming it well it's yeah. just trying to render twice as many pixels with no extra help except being plugged in um, which is so crazy just, like that's yeah. so weird that the dock doesn't do anything but i mean especially it because makes it's you, 90 dollars yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it almost it almost makes you wonder if nintendo like in 6 months is going to be like by the Dock Plus that has enhanced. Well, like that's what I fucking... thought, because like all the handhelds have always had like Plus versions, you know, like well, Game Boy SP or whatever. Switch. And I, I feel always like wondered. Switch like, with DS. Switch. I feel like it's. I feel like now it's almost right for it because like the Switch sold insanely well last this last year, 
like the holiday season was really good for the switch so they might be ready to pull some shit out like that just to well, get that why would they do that from everyone why don't you just like because every until because everybody just bought a switch so if you put out the dock plus everybody who just bought a switch is going to shell out another 90 dollars for a oh, new. oh i thought you meant a new switch that's what i was talking no, about like i don't think switch, they're gonna up like a switch plus because like uh, an upgraded dock that kind of like enhances the visual display would be enough for people like us to buy that's like a really cool idea but nintendo would rather just charge you for a whole yeah yeah switch. definitely we're just gonna yeah. go switch plus with a new dock and a hat <laughs> speaking of switch docks have you guys seen that like if you buy a switch dock you should only buy the nintendo one because third-party yeah. switch docks brick switches what? I didn't know they bricked them, but yeah. that's good to know. <laughs> because yeah. apparently Nintendo does not follow the USB-C uh, like standardization. What? So it all other docks give too much or too little power and cause it to eventually brick itself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't. I like with this information out. I don't understand how third-party people are still selling them. Because people don't know. I didn't know. Remember, isn't like, Soldier Boy now. still selling stuff? Like, yeah. And yeah. I mean, there's a but, certain um, level of luck to it, so that like, you know, it's not going to brick it the first time you put it in there. But wait, so do you guys use just like a regular USB C charger at all with your Switch? I mean, I use the one that came with yeah, it. Same. I only charge. So far, I've only charged my Switch in the dock. Really? You haven't like used it with like a AC adapter and a USB C cord? No. I mean, I've never played it at one given time in handheld mode to drain the battery enough to where I would need to plug it I in. I mean, I'm, like, traveling, right? It's so like I'm going to be on a fucking six-hour flight to So Hawaii. you don't – well, you don't necessarily – you can still use the cord that the Switch came with, right? Yeah. I would just do that. I'm, yeah, so I I'm confused. Is scared. it the cord or is it the charging mechanism? It's the charging it's mechanism. Charging or... mechanism – the switch yeah essentially the switch is like i need this specific voltage which is weird and not standard and obviously the charger that comes with it and the dock know that specific voltage and give it to it but other chargers do not and give out a standardized voltage amount and eventually will brick pretty much every system well that's unfortunate. Womp, womp. Uh, I need to look into this. Well, That's scary. Because like I have a battery pack. I'd want to use it to charge my Switch on the flight because I just want to play Mario Odyssey. I think, I think um, it's for some reason the the with the dock it's a different because like I've seen people like talking about buying battery packs online and they're and they don't mention that it can That's break so... your system. But as soon as they mention another dock. It's it's like, hey, man, this could break your system. Don't buy a dock unless you know that you can run the risk. Jeez. I've been watching a lot of Switch accessory videos on YouTube. Switch recently. conspiracy theories. Hey, guys, I'm Corey. Because <laughs> I, did, I did buy a lot of and accessories for my Switch in the last week. So I was looking into it. Great. That's yeah. So, like, yeah, for the future, I mean, though, looking into any kind of charging aspect with the switch definitely like double triple check <laughs> yeah, everything for sure um you you're, i mean you probably haven't like necessarily done any damage to your switch 
because I feel like when it bricks, it's just going to be like, oh, I'm deciding to brick. But I mean, like, just like, I don't know, find your switch cord that it came with and just use that. Yeah. Hedge your yeah. bets. Uh, that's garbage. I'm very disappointed, but also not surprised. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. It's just like another one of those things where like Nintendo slips through the cracks on a pretty major issue. Yeah. Can we just talk about Nintendo now? Did you, either of you guys <laughs> buy the new new Super Mario Brothers? Nope. You? No. I thought about it because it came out on my birthday, and yeah. I was like, it's kind of a perfect setup, but I haven't bought it yet. <laughs> I have not either. I thought I, about I it. I always but wanted to buy to just it. Wait for some reviews. I always wanted to buy it for the Wii U, but I could never find a decent price point for it because Wii U games were always like, like retail or nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty expensive. Uh, but like, is it? Do you guys know if they added anything to it? It's got Luigi, right? Like, it's Luigi U is the add-on, but also yeah, Mario. Yeah, it has it has a version where you can play through as Luigi, and I think that might be the only. But and I think his levels are a little different, and his playstyle is different. So like, it's a different thing. Like they're whole new levels, or are they Mario levels? I think they're the same levels, but I, they might have d- different. Um, variations because Luigi operates differently. I, I watched the review, but I can't quite remember. Okay. It's unfortunate. Uh, I would say if you've never played it, you know, it might be a good game to keep on your Switch because you can play it with multiple people and whatnot. Well, here's the thing. Like, I have 30 Wii U games and I haven't played wow. most of them. And now I'm buying them <laughs> yeah. again on my fucking Switch because I'm a loser. So, yeah, and they, they got me by the balls because like I want to play these <laughs> games, but I also just want to play it on my Switch and I don't. Yeah, Moto just well, if you have it on your if you have it on your Wii U, I would say just boot it up on your Wii U. Matt, that's a very rational and calm decision. I reject everything <laughs> you just said. I'm not. Gonna I refuse. Well, I'm just yes. not gonna fucking open my Wii U again. Like, I'm just gonna play well, it on the Switch. Well, we're in we're in the late stages of capitalism, so of course you're just gonna buy it on the Switch. Yes, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> acknowledging the era we live in. Yes. Um, another thing I did was I watched Super Troopers 2, beyond watching Into the Spider-Verse. And um, I really, really liked Super Troopers 2. Yeah. I can't believe we're talking about this. It's what Matt Why? did. There was this movie there... came out, like, fucking, like, four years ago, didn't it? Like, No, it came out this year. Really? Well, it 2018. Came out in 2018. Oh my god. What is time? It came Welcome out on 4-20, to Yes, it came out 420 2018. Wow. It was crowdfunded. I'm crazy. You, huh. You're very very <laughs> crazy. And you should you should um contribute to your craziness by watching <laughs> Super Troopers 2. <laughs> Would you say it was as good as the first one? I would say it is a sequel to the first one. <laughs> it is yes. about on the same level. Um, it has some moments that there was a moment where Megan and I were laughing so much we had to rewind. <laughs> so, um, and I feel like I had a moment like that when I watched Super Troopers for the first time where I was just like laughing so much at a moment where I completely missed the next like three or four minutes of jokes. So, I mean, like 
like those guys they do some stupid silly comedy but they do it really well yeah like the rotten tomato score is 32 percent yeah i was gonna say i don't remember it getting very stellar reviews what is the rotten tomato score of the first one i don't know let's find out jeopardy music (laughs) matt clearly has not watched jeopardy Um, in a very long time (laughs) when was the last time you watched jeopardy i didn't want to get copyrighted fridge bit so i just just said jeopardy music uh (laughs) it's a slightly better 35 (laughs) percent there we go enough yeah (laughs) that's the best argument for the second movie i've heard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the audience reviews are very different though it's 90% for the first one 67% for the second one uh, I mean that's just like how it is now everything is either the best <laughs> or the worst I I don't accept audience scores Late for stage shit capitalism. and don't even bring up The Last Jedi let's move on to Kevin <laughs> um, if you want to talk about audience scores let's look at it the fucking presidency. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cut. I don't know what it was about the last week that apparently just pushed us all away from fucking electronics. Stuff, but I also, yeah. up until, yeah, up Except until me. last night, I did not get to play almost any video games. Um, we were doing my fiance's family's Christmas, so I spent most of the week desperately trying to woodwork a couple presents out in time what did you make tell us what you made i made a little house shelf um great (laughs) like a like 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 a (laughs) plank of wood (laughs) that you attach to the wall it's a shelf for a house that looks like a house that could hold (laughs) some spices your spice needs a spice rack (laughs) sud what do you put Uh, your spices on a cupboard (laughs) <laughs> just in a pile yeah. not like the jars aren't in a pile like... i just empty the jars <laughs> yeah i i i buy you cinnamon open the... it dump it on the counter and leave just a it drawer. Until I, you ever see you, you ever see those like mediterranean markets where they just have giant piles of spices yeah, that's my house that's yeah, yeah that's kitchen that's Seth's kitchen he is a parody of a vaguely middle eastern man <laughs> Go <home>. vaguely <laughs> Put on a turban, <laughs> he start might piling spices, uh, find monkey paws to sell to people. Uh, that's what I do. So back to the woodworking. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing I made was a wine display. It's a little oh thing you God. can put over a wine bottle with a couple wine glasses. It looks real nice. This is the bougiest shit you've dude. ever done. My God, dude. Did you make that for... Who are you? Oh, did you make that for a um, member of the female sex, per se? I mean, I made it for Kara's aunt and uncle. So half, right? Uh, you know the uncle's not using that shit. <laughs> no, he's probably like, it's perfect for my course cans. <laughs> yeah, if you just fucking mash the aluminum <laughs> small enough. <laughs> These are all the cans I've been shotgunning. Nice, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin made it for both of us. <laughs> How many times did you mention that you made them? You're like, I made this for you. And then they're like, oh, this is really great. You're like, yeah, I spent like a lot of time (laughs) and I made it for you. I did. I mean, I only made it, I mentioned it once, but I did make them bow down before they were allowed to actually take it into their hands. Are you for real? (laughs) 
Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Call him on his bluff. What is happening? (laughs) Kevin has become vastly superior than all of us, apparently. (laughs) As far as actual entertainment stuff I did, I did get a fair amount of time into God of War. I made it... I have not been critical pathing it. I've been doing a ton of the side missions and stuff. Uh, which have varied pretty wildly. Some of them are just like, eh. Like, there have been one or two where it's just like kill guys in three different places. And then there have been other ones where it's just like, here's like a mini dungeon for this side quest. Um, but I've also done a fair amount of the story uh, portion. I've made it to Helheim and everything revolving why you need to yeah. go there. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that happens at that moment. Is it still yeah, that- your game of the year? Yeah, and I mean, like, it's More so. only been better. Like, yeah, the the kind of evolving nature of Kratos and Atreus' relationship. Like, there have been parts where it hasn't quite made me cry yet, but, like, I got choked up. It's getting close. Um, like, He's thinking about his like, relationship with his dad. And I mean, dad we, we've, all, we've all played um, a fair amount of God of War, so... We've like, all had quick... fathers who's thrown axes. A quick, a quick, um, complimentary spoiler warning out there. But um, the moment when you get the Blades of Chaos is incredibly telecasted, and mm. you know it's coming from like the minute you start God of War. But like what? it was, in, it was incredibly. I'm sorry, you knew from the minute you started God <laughs> of War that he was going to have them somewhere hidden and pull them out at the last minute? Yeah. No. Get out of here. I don't believe that for a I second. I was under the impression you'd get him like... I was like, he's probably going to get him once you beat the game. That's how I thought about it. No. I thought I'm, it was going to be a clean break and they were never going to show them until... Like, so it must have been amazing for you when he was like, yeah. I screamed at well, the TV. Like, I, was I screamed like, at the TV and I knew it was coming. Yeah, I mean, like, you know what's coming when they say, hey, you have to go to hell and your ice axe isn't going to do, do anything, it. Yeah. You're going to need some sort of fire weapon. And he's like, right. mm-hmm. that's what, what I mean. It, it was like telecasted. But yeah, so yeah, like, the fact that you know that what that's you what you're going to do. What do you keep saying telecasted? What does that mean? It's like symbiont. <laughs> Look it up. It's a 1950s term. It's not a 1950s term. It doesn't mean what you think it means. Paintings on the outside walls. <laughs> A telecast is just a television broadcast. What are you talking about? Yeah, I think you're just thinking of telegraph. Telegraph, (laughs) your attack. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, everything from when they're like, hey, the axe isn't going to work, to grabbing them is obviously like super incredible. It's just you riding stone face down the river as it like the camera spins around you and the lightning and Athena shows up. That is really epic. Oh, yeah. that is like the one time so far that I've wished more that I had played the other games because I am vaguely aware of his relationship to Athena, but largely it's a mystery. When uh, she shows up, it's definitely like a ooh. Yeah, if you yeah, thank you, yeah, Maury. If you were if you didn't have a, a group ready watching that moment, like here it comes, guys, get ready to. Matt ooh. just started. Matt just started hooting in the background when that happened. Like, <laughs> I I kind of was like shaking around and, and stuff. I don't even really remember. Like a fox Fiend crowd. State. 
someone in the background of the Steve Harvey show just Matt just goes into a trance. I just had like amazing like all those flashbacks from all those amazing moments in the first couple games. Just like whoosh, 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 whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also not going to pretend like I'm not a little bit disappointed that the cinematic kills are still the same. Oh, with the Blades of Chaos? Yeah, yeah like even the... for like the trolls when you jump up and like grab their beam they're holding and smash their head yeah. with it. Like, that is like, the okay. only complaint I've seen consistently about the game Enough is that finishers. the kill cams are not unique enough yeah. Especially because they just keep repeating themselves. Yeah. Uh, no I also took what down, enemy it is. I also took down two... Uh, oh my god, Valkyries so far. Oh, cool. uh, yeah, those have been incredibly tough fights. Yeah, they're really great. Um, I challenge you to get all of them and fight the Valkyrie. Yeah. It's one yeah. of the hardest things I've ever done in gaming. It's there's, so, also, uh, there's also there's also harder than Sephiroth and Kingdom Hearts. Uh, yes, because actually this game controls really well, and in Kingdom Hearts you turn like a bus. So. Well, Se- Sephiroth is the hardest boss fight of all time. He can one shot. Let this you. nerd in here. Why? Yeah, why are you like resurrecting game FAQ <laughs> fights from 2000? Are people still fighting about Sephiroth? No, I just... Matt, you're back! Just came what happened it. to that other guy? <laughs> yeah, who let that guy in the... Uh, the only other thing I did, because I couldn't get enough Nordic shit, apparently, was I watched the first couple episodes of the show Norseman on Netflix. Is that the one that has, like, um... Like a, um, it has, like, a woman with, like, blue face paint on the face, on the, like, temp- thumbnail? I don't think so, but I don't totally know because they have they put out like two northish shows at like the same time there's, and there's I get vikings really that's super like, popular i don't know about this one though there's that's vikings, not a netflix show there's the last kingdom which is on netflix which is incredible and i cannot recommend it enough and there's this thing which i don't really know anything about uh so yeah it's a weird comedy oh. uh oh and wow See that coming <laughs> did not yeah. guess that <laughs> And so, like, a bunch of people living in a Norse village and doing Norse stuff, but then, like, awkwardly (laughs) to give the uh, comedy aspect. Like, the leader of the village, because they don't have enough food, sends all the the old people off to do Atashtup, which is where you, like, throw yourself off a cliff to Odin. And, like, the first guy goes, and the rest are like, yeah, we don't want to do that. And the slave who was like in charge of making them do it is like, well, I'm just, I'm just a slave. I can't make you guys do anything, but like, I'd really appreciate it if you did. And it's just very, that, yeah, it's just that very like everybody's kind of like awkward Canadian and, like, comedy. I've why, yeah, it I, I mean, I don't Norse at all. <laughs> Like, I mean, I think, I think of like I think that's Norse. why because yeah, you think of the just very strong, like you know, m- yeah, strong murder, decisive <laughs> murder, decisive, kind of like weird and wishful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is, uh, is it like is it described by Netflix as a comedy, or did you just perceive it as a comedy? Absolutely a comedy, and so that is the weird thing because I don't know what direction it's going in. I've seen two episodes, and the first two episodes are 
you know, kind of just about nothing. It's just like a bunch of scenes that are largely not connected of different members of the like village interacting with each other. But then like the second episode ends with like a really dramatic scene of like somebody getting stabbed. And it was just like such a tone shift that I don't know where they're going forward. Cause like, it's almost like if you were fucking watching, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail and that scene where the guy's like charging the castle and he keeps, you know, it shows the guards. He kills everyone. Well, (laughs) except that like, it would be like if he ran, yeah, where he's like running and then like he runs and kills the guards and runs into the castle. And then the next scene is like the tonal quality of like the Red Wedding. Well, it kind of was. And so it's just like, yeah, but it was It was during a wedding. Holy shit. (laughs) Yes, but that's not what I mean. <laughs> He's got you there, but, dude. <laughs> it all matches up. But, like, so... I don't know if they're suddenly going to start having a really intricate plot, or if, like, that was just Whoa. supposed to be a weird piece of comedy you know that, what, like, Kevin? didn't hit me quite. Why don't you find out and let us know? Yeah, I mean, I will. I enjoyed the first two episodes well enough, okay. and I'm curious to find all out. Right. <laughs> All that really leaves us left is uh, the spoiler cast portion of discussing Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh um, my I'll God. go ahead. <laughs> For anyone who has not seen the movie and doesn't want spoilers, assuming that we don't just talk about this for the rest of the podcast, uh, go ahead and jump to jump to nowhere. That was the entire podcast. Uh, go see the movie. Otherwise, keep listening for the spoiler cast. Um, I'll go ahead and start talking about it. Uh, I fucking... I mean, I think we all love this. I don't think any of us have anything bad to say about this movie. Uh, The closest I got to any kind of criticism was just, like, a couple points early on. And maybe, like, I just adjusted to it later. Like, it felt like my eyes were going cross. (laughs) Just because of the way they do, like... You know, when they show something, like, out of focus, like, when they show the spider and then, like, miles behind the spider is out of focus, it's not out of focus. It's just, like, red and blue shifted. And, like, I feel like I'm supposed to be wearing old 3D glasses. But that's totally, like, like a style. Yeah. And, like, I, I think I adjusted to it as the movie went on, but, like, it kind of really threw me in some of those early scenes. I feel like... I feel like when the when you first see the radioactive spider, it's the most jarring because that's the most like color shift the movie has. I feel like yeah. the spider is super vibrant and bright and super cool yeah. looking. I get what you're saying, but I don't think I really felt as jarred at it as you did. Yeah, I would and say I, that I doubt I would care if I uh, went back to watch the movie a second time, which I want yeah, to do. Sure. Um, I would say that like. My only, like, complaint about the movie, and it's not necessarily a complaint about the movie as it might be a complaint about the marketing of the movie, but this isn't necessarily, like, a kid's movie. This isn't, Well, we said like, that last time, like... Well, I I mean, I haven't seen... I didn't see it well, when you said it. It was your fault. No. Um, <laughs> but, like, for context, there was um, a kid in front of me, and 
dude, that kid has more questions than a fucking SAT. (laughs) He had no clue what was going on. The only time he was ever excited was just like at action scenes. And he was just like, wow. But like, is that what he was like? Wow. Like Owen Wilson. Wow. Like Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, I honestly think you're overestimating kids in general. Yeah, I, having no. just spent the weekend I'm, with a four-year-old, I'm not overestimating a... like me as a kid, but like kids today, it's different. But like, I, but the, my point is, like, I just spent there's a also weekend some with like, a six-year-old and a three-year-old, and like they did the same thing with like fucking just everything. Like they just don't have the attention span for a two-hour movie. If I went back in time and like sat in as a ghost at all the movies. So you're at, wait, what? Are you dead? <laughs> I can guarantee you. Are you the ghost of Christmas, Matt? Like, what is going on? I can on? guarantee you I asked zero questions. <laughs> I just like how Matt goes back in time and is also dead. <laughs> See, but, but I, can, I can believe that you asked zero questions, but I still don't believe that six-year-old Matt totally contemplated everything like understood everything that was going on on screen yeah. for the movies you were watching. Like, <laughs> you just didn't care enough to stop and like, I also investigate don't think deeper. my parents were taking me to movies about multiverses, spider men, extra dimensions <laughs> crossing over. Well, they were and... taking you to church to learn about God. Like, come on. <laughs> and so much did I learn. Spider man. I love Jesus how Christ we were talking about this movie and now we're like debating the merits of early childhood learning. Like this is just amazing. <laughs> but um, because like I mean, regardless of the complicatedness of the potential plot, the there's some heavy stuff that happens. Like you have to fucking watch Spider Man die. Like, and that's not something that you've done in any other form of Spider Man media, unless you're getting into some of the deeper dives of the comics. I guess, but I mean, like, that's lots of, you know, kids' movies kill people on Name screen. Three. Fucking up. Jesus up Christ, counts man. for three by itself. <laughs> <laughs> the land before time. Like, every the fucking dinosaur dies. The dinosaur's not a person. He just... <laughs> I said three people, but Atreyu dying is pretty bad. Which, I mean, that scene is uh, really, really well done. I really like how um, that Spider-Man even though he kind of like knew he like he knew he was gonna die like he was fuck he was like he made a a couple jokes he was still acting kind of like you would expect and he didn't really ever he never was like scared that he was about to die you know yeah um i liked wasn't that spider was that spider-man that was chris pine right who was the blonde blue hair blue haired spider-man yep yeah that that whole sequence was just fucking amazing like yeah and the speech mary jane was giving we're the all spider-man soundtrack for it like that fucking shit hit me oh pretty man hard the soundtrack the for this movie is so good um, yeah it's awesome miles as a character is he was so well done can i ask that... everyone a question did you guys know about miles morales i did this? like as like a in character? depth yeah as a character yeah not yeah. in depth as a character i knew he existed I didn't know the. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys all knew he existed. I just wanted to know, like, did you feel like, did you know him as like, a character, as, as he's characterized? No. No. Uh, my, I mean, my most exposure to Miles as a character is definitely the PS4 Spider-Man game. Um, oh, is he in it? 
Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Um, and I was not aware as to... Um, I had heard somebody say in regards to Donald Glover playing his uncle in Spider-Man Homecoming that uh, his uncle was the Prowler, but I didn't, like... I didn't know enough about the Prowler to recognize that that's who the purple guy was. Yeah, I Uh, didn't know that either, so that was a really good reveal for me personally. Yeah, and I I didn't know whether his father died or his uncle died or neither of them died or both died, so I, you know, I had no concept going in what was going to happen to either of those characters um, who were both obviously very influential to Miles. So... that was everything involving the prowler was really cool from how he operated to like just like his aesthetics and the the purple glow came off really well with the rest of the well done his motorcycle is so fucking (laughs) badass oh my god yeah yeah um uh nick cage is as uh, Spider Noir is Spider Noir is my favorite. Yeah, I want to see a whole movie. <laughs> about I think him. we're probably gonna like, get I, a lot more of these. Like, like I know there's a bunch of comics or whatever, but they don't have the charm of Nick Cage behind them. Yeah. Like he because well, they're like had... Sud will probably know this. They're like legitimately gritty, right? They're not yes. like yeah, they're not like play gritty like legit he noir was in this movie. No, he kills people. He kills Nazis in gruesome ways. Yeah. I, I love... I just... I was just waiting for him to come back and, like, say something. Like, whenever they introduced him and, like, I oh, knew Nick all the Cage spiders Nick Cage is gonna say something! Um, I loved I, him and the Rubik's Cube. It was so I don't understand this. I was just like, I, I don't but understand. I, I will solve this. Is this yeah. purple? No. Oh. <laughs> That's he's just like asking. <laughs> I I do want to say like this movie is one of the funniest movies I've ever. It really seen. knows when and, to that's... shift the mood between comedy and seriousness well, and stuff like that. But I would say it's like almost always a comedy. Like even the action scenes when they're like robbing oh, the yeah. lab and he, they're just mm-hmm. like, "Well, I'm going to reassess my gender biases." <laughs> oh, when he's doing through his plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like. I love when he throws the bagel at the dude and the little um, splash text says, bagel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the they're taking our bagels. That. Oh, yeah, stop <laughs> that. Well, in this movie, this movie had a lot of one of my favorite, one of my favorite elements of Spider-Man is novice Spider-Man. And boy is Morale- Miles Morales a novice Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and even to say, I mean, the the older Peter Parker at a moment, um, at moments, is kind of like a novice because he's like rusty. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but I love that he had like the opposite effect of where you know he's like recognizing tropes and like, what's this? He's gonna say you have twenty four yeah, yeah, yeah. hours. <laughs> I've done this yeah. a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like I have to say, the fact that. Uh, Jake Johnson's Peter Parker was essentially Nick from New yeah, World yeah, as, as Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Well, what would happen if Nick... It was so yeah. good yeah. for me. I fucking love Nick as a character. What if Nick got bitten by a radioactive spider? <laughs> you guys watch New Girl? Yeah. Yes. 
it felt natural for the progression of his story though yeah and i mean we can can we all agree that like i mean like they they allude to the fact that like this is kind of almost the same peter parker that we've seen in spider-man one two and three because they well, even no, show they show him doing the dance. Him stopping the train. That's Chris Pine. Yeah, the first. Oh, Spider-Man. they do that. No, because Chris Pine. Chris Pine, Spider Man. When he kissed Mary Jane, Mary Jane was upside down, and Chris Pine was standing. And then Chris Pine, Spider Man, had the train stopping yeah. and the dancing. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> Toby Maguire is dead, yeah. Matt. No, so Chris Pine, Spider Man, is the Spider Man that we know, but. He, did Tommy McGuire have blue eyes? What? No, <laughs> Peter t- Parker did, though. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, Never I mind. think they were just supposed to be references because yeah. there's not enough other stuff that lines up because fucking that was not the Doc Ock that he yeah, fought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Say that yeah. eight times fast. <laughs> I really liked the um, gender bend in oh. Doc Ock. That was a really. I mean, um, it's classic to the Miles comics. Like that, yeah. all, all that stuff. What is. A set. In, in that set. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Was I the only one who who thought that um, it was kind of uh, funny that her um, tentacle things were like rubber? I enjoyed that mechanic for it. It seemed I enjoyed how they moved. It seemed like more accurate. Like it was a collection of like more accurate to what? Like the pseudoscience <laughs> that is appendages that move around. <laughs> don't know what that means it was a more believable Um, iteration of it but like for me how ridiculous is kingpin in this movie is oh my god it's slightly comical (laughs) but then they they're able they're able to make him so menacing at the same time that you almost forget that he's a box can i make a criticism of the movie then because i think the villains in this movie are kind of whatever they are Seriously? they're fine the, like they're good for the story and i actually do like kingpin's motivation it lines up with the comic but there's so many villains and i think they all have yeah. really cool backstories and they just fucking cram them in there like of scorpion them. yeah like why the fuck scorpion in there why the fuck's green why Goblin is, in where's there? big wheel where's, big wheel? where's <laughs> trap room um, yeah i i think they would have big wheel uh, would fit perfect in I here think the movie <laughs> I think it would have uh, benefited from dropping Scorpion and a couple of those others and just have um, Kingpin, Doc Ock, and Prowler. Big wheel. Yeah. I mean, I like the movie. I think it's great. But the only the only criticism I have is just, like, the mo- it, like the villains are there just to provide, like, impetus to the story. But beyond mm. that, it's really about Miles well, becoming Spider-Man. You know? Yeah. Well, you got to really cool. introduce Miles' villains. No, I feel like they had to have the villains in there because they had more Spider-Men. Like, if they just had three villains, what are the other Spider-Men supposed to do? Fight stupid henchmen? Like, it was kind of like when they were all fighting at Aunt May's house. That was kind of like the culmination. You know what I mean? Five yeah. on five. That's and, super fair. And uh, Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham was so good. Yeah, it didn't bother me that, like, Scorpion didn't get a ton of screen time because like he was just you know like you said he was there to like even the sides and like sure the character maybe in the comics has some really cool backstory but... i don't care enough about it tell me more about this penny parker yeah. 
I can't wait for the sequel, and this Marvel movie has the best end credit scene of all time. Oh, yes, absolutely. I couldn't stop laughing, and I feel bad for anyone who, like, when people are watching a Marvel movie and they just, like, start getting up, it's like, they've been doing this for over 10 years. How do you not know by now? How have you learned nothing? Yeah, like... Sit I wait for down. other movies and credits because I don't even know anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I've sat through... I always sit through the Toy Story 3. Like I a, need to know. A respectful thing, I feel like, but... <laughs> I gotta know, you know. who... The best yeah. does watch the Who's cameras the boom mic operator? <laughs> I just... I couldn't get enough of that end credit scene, man. But yeah, Oscar Isaac is Miguel... I forget the character's last name. Yeah, the Spider-Man 2099. Yeah. I'm Spider-Man. No, you're <laughs> pointing at each You're other. pointing at me now. <laughs> Shoot the one that pointed first. <laughs> Which one pointed first? I can't tell. Obviously, it was Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like it's like it's classic so meme. And they yeah, they rode that meme, dude, like <laughs> So, was this a movie to have like more movies with just Miles Morales? Like, would you want that, or would you want to have another? Just give me something in the same art like, style. Like, I mean, I feel like well, that's the, for sure going to happen. So don't worry yeah, about that's that. All then. I, that's all I. Um, I feel like really. um, then with the end credit scene, the next movie has to involve. Um, yeah, you it's know, definitely the, the lending itself who, towards another dimension. Um, but the stuff with would, uh, those weird. Uh, vampires spider people the spider yeah, vampires I would, I would and really, like the web of fate really or whatever that that miles morales is still kind of like the the main focus protagonist because he's a very good spider-man yeah mm-hmm. yeah that but that plot line is so suit. crazy what the, the, like spider vampires and like the web of fate Thing that like ties all the spiders. Yeah, the one it was alluding to in the after credit scene. Oh yeah, I don't think it's that crazy. It's I mean, for Marvel, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, for Marvel, it's just, it's just interesting. Um, the the entire end credits too were just super cool and wacky and super out there. Yeah. And you know they were very. Uh, oh my god, what's the What's the term for hippies in the 60s? Hippies? Hippies. Beatniks? <laughs> no. Anyway. <laughs> the hippie yeah. term yeah. were invented in the 60s for these people, Kevin. Ah, fuck. The word's gone. No, I, was I want to know what this word is. Psychedelic. I... That's what oh I was... Oh, my God. <laughs> the what? end credits were very yes, psychedelic. Yes, the last 20 minutes of the movie was fucking an acid trip. Yes. <laughs> Coming from somebody who's never he taken psychedelics, really I'm sure it might appear psychedelic, <laughs> but <laughs> you should take some psychedelics, Kevin. You might reevaluate that statement. In the 60s. Oh, man. You know, but you know what I mean. The way they did the end credits. No, I really the... didn't. <laughs> Just a group of psychedelics walking around. Yeah, we oh, needed. But... We obviously needed a lot of context for that, Kevin. That's like the whitest thing you've ever said, and hippies <laughs> are the whitest thing ever. 
I mean, like the end credits were like a kaleidoscope. I don't think psychedelic is an improper term. No, no, fucking describe like, the end credits. No one called hippies <laughs> yeah, psychedelics. psychedelics. Yeah, it's like it's like oddly I racist. I was not suggesting that they were called psychedelics. I was yes, suggesting you were. that psychedelic is a hippie term that was no, used not. largely by hippies in the sixties. Uh, but you said it in a very <laughs> weird way. Yes. It was I can admit strange. that. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn psychedelics. Walking around. Drums. <laughs> Kevin's rolling. <laughs> but yes, the <laughs> end credits were very psychedelic. I would say the-, the entire movie was very psychedelic yeah, at times. sure. I mean, the entire um, climax has like six universes crashing yeah. into each other. <laughs> yeah, like I the, said the last like twenty, thirty yeah. minutes of the movie is a fucking acid trip. Yeah, I mean, I think this applies to the entire movie, but like that entire end fight, especially, is I think said said before you could like just pause at any time and make a wallpaper out oh, of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like when that one thing pops up and the dude's like, "I think that's a Banksy." Oh right, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> when the all the like fire hydrants spread yeah. out of the light, all the universes in that one point. <laughs> so I, I think you're the most familiar with the comics out of uh, all of us. Uh, is that are all the characters we saw out of the like universe that we were in? Pretty much how they appear in the Ultimate Universe. Like is badass Aunt May what we yeah. see in those? Yeah, I mean that's it's it's incredibly faithful. Actually, I like to call her Q Ant Man. <laughs> Thank you. She is Matt. like Q. She's so clever. Uh, no, uh, it's inc- it's incredibly faithful to the comic books, uh, specifically the Ultimate Universe Miles Morales uh, tales. Mm-hmm. Um, the only you know it's so interesting. Like I am sure it's so. It's so wild to think that this movie is as successful as it is. Uh, it's so true to the comic. If you were, yeah, because it's like, like just think of the scoping document. It's like we're gonna have all these Spider Men, and it's gonna be the most faithful thing ever to this interdimensional conflict, and it's gonna be the first. Like you movie. couldn't do this. Ten, like, you couldn't what? do this like ten years ago. Oh, and it's animated. And it's animated. I mean, you could do it ten years ago, and it would yeah, be yeah. garbage. I mean, I don't know. Well, it's and like, it's animated in a style that nobody has ever tried before. Yeah, Where every like, panel is like a, a bold comic. risk. It's incredible. Yeah. Like when I went and saw it this weekend, the theater was basically full. There was maybe a I dozen. Oh, seats. people are still like going. Almost yeah. a month. Yeah. Okay, that's really cool. That's really good. Yeah. Awesome to hear. And um, the Golden um, Globe helped. It did get applause. I started yeah, I the applause. Everyone <laughs> clapped. Very proud. Did you stand up, start clapping? I feel like I'm eyes. the only person who like claps at movies anymore, man. I don't get it. Because like, everyone's like, it's a movie. Matt it can't also clap. claps when the plane lands. <laughs> I clap when we're pulling in stop. when we're pulling into the Taco Bell drive-through. You know, <laughs> we did it. Uh, one aspect of this movie that I know is, is not going to be the last one, but like if this had been the last Stan Lee cameo, I think it would have been a perfect way to go out. Oh, Wait, yeah. it's not the last one? I doubt it. I bet there's one for Endgame, because Endgame was completely filmed 
they filmed all principal photography even before what the fuck are you talking about what is endgame avengers 4 oh they filmed that already it they fit they what? filmed them but at the same time oh and so he's that movie comes presumably. out in like two months yeah oh my god really you thought it was yeah. like next year didn't you i did <laughs> uh, wow okay so i just got floored welcome to the timeline sud <laughs> so it's uh, like they don't just keep filming until the day before it releases <laughs> i didn't realize it i don't know i I mean, I honestly wouldn't even be surprised if Stanley left something within Marvel to allow for in 400 years release this <laughs> like CGI cameos. I mean, they apparently did not change any of uh, Carrie Fisher's part for Episode oh, right. Nine. Yeah. So yeah, that sounds atrocious. Knows. Like all <laughs> of this sounds awful. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. That's going to be a very interesting kind of filmmaking. Um, what if decision. it's the What if it's the Rogue One, our namesake, uh, <laughs> like CG vision of young Leia in the movie? <laughs> like even when it's supposed to be old Leia, even <laughs> when it's supposed to be old. <laughs> we already Leia. had the model for young <laughs> yeah. Leia. So. We had the wireframe. We're not going to like that's too much money. Like let's just. Have I that. I hope it's not just like inner like cut. So she says the thing, like, Luke, you must go to, like, just different clips from her (laughs) saying lines. Like the chef episode? Yeah. (laughs) I I do think that they already have a bunch of Stanley cameos filmed for a little while going forward. I mean, they have have all of Phase 4 planned. Yeah, I think this would be a really good one to go out on, and I think doing like having Endgame be the last one would yeah. also make a lot of yeah. sense uh but i don't um, think either of those things are gonna be the last stanley yeah. cameo i really liked the thing they did at the end too where they put his little quote and just showed his glasses yeah um i feel like they could end every marvel movie with that you know or at least every spider-man movie because spider-man is special to stanley in a way Mm-hmm. Well, and I would still like to see the nods. Like Deadpool two just had like graffiti of him oh, on the wall yeah. behind a character at one point, and something like that kind of just stuff. Just little still be stuff, cool, yeah. To like we don't him. need CGI flying <laughs> rocketing through the air. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I interject here? So we all think yeah. this is one of the best yes. pure movies ever yes. made, right? I think yeah. it might it might be, be my favorite Spider Man movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So. No, no, we're we're gonna ask the hard questions on this show. Oh man! Uh, oh my god! Is this the best superhero movie ever made? Um, I could potentially argue that because it is the only superhero movie that is meta enough to be completely faithful to the medium in which superheroes derived from. So it's better than Dark Knight. E- I liked it more. Yes. I liked it more. It's a better than Logan. That's a tough one. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sud did not warn us that we needed to rewatch <laughs> Logan. Um, I might have a personal bias just because Spider-Man is my favorite. Yeah, I'm, superhero. I'm biased towards Sp- Spider-Man. And like, but this is definitely my favorite. Even though I Spider-Man knew movie. going into this movie that Miles Morales' Spider-Man was dead, I was not prepared to watch him be murdered what miles morales's spider-man is dead 
Well, like the Peter yeah. Parker in oh, his Peter Parker okay. I knew universe. going in that his universe's Spider-Man was dead. I didn't know that we were going to Just watch say it. Peter Parker. When you fucking say it like that, it's well, very it's, confusing. I mean, you prefer that one, that way of dying, or would you rather see him get sniped by Cap by uh uh I honestly thought the movie was going to start with him already nope, you're confused, dead. Ben. <laughs> what is going on? What Ben is confusing Captain America getting killed. Oh, yes. with during Civil right. War, yeah, with Spider Man. How do you confuse I those two did. things? But okay, <laughs> sure. Um, there are actually worse ways to die in the Spider Man universe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe having all your atoms collapse within each other because you're in a different. <laughs> well, last year's Spider Man run had Doc Ock switch oh, his body awful. with Peter Parker. And Peter Parker slowly cancer. dies from the old from old age from oh, cancer. That, and that Doc Ock cancer. is inside Peter Parker. That's that's really fucked and, up. That and is, then, and then Doc Ock is just Spider Man, and he's but a Spider-Man. he has all the memories of Peter is he Parker. Good? So he's good. Is he like a good yeah. Spider Man? Like uh, that's a relative term. Kind of, he yeah. like thinks he's good. He's like, good because he has all the memories of Peter Parker as well. Yeah, he does good. He's a hero. He does good things. He's also kind of like the Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, he will just murder people. Yeah. Do you, do you think uh, they're going to introduce Venom into this Spider Verse? Maybe no. as a joke. But they released a um, um, really amazing detailed figure of Miles Morales, and he's dodging a Venom. So <laughs> a, a Venom. Matt, <laughs> do you know how happy it makes me that you, you're even more obsessed than, with Venom than I am? <laughs> Because of I that need movie. I need more venom. <laughs> okay, He's okay, dodging okay. some kind of a All right. venom. Is 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 this movie better than the Venom movie? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? Which the, one gave you more happiness? The only thing the Venom movie makes me want is for like Venom to be done well within a actual like Spider-Man story. Like I like he's all off on his own in California, but like seriously. <laughs> what was that sound? What did that mean? I was mostly itching my leg. <laughs> you just like snapped. Makes me so angry that he's in California. <laughs> like the last thing I want to say real quick is that uh, this movie is just fucking absolutely jam packed with like super quick blink and you'll miss it references oh, yeah. and uh, you know winks and nods and. Like, one I caught was when uh, Miles first goes over to his uncle's house. The uncle is turning off the TV as it's playing the opening to uh, Community Season 2 when it shows Donald Glover standing up in his Spider-Man pajamas. Wow. Yeah, that's That's a whole tangled web of references that refers to both characters now. (laughs) And then there's stuff like the PS4 Spider-Man suit is in one of the cases when they're in... Aunt May's basement. There's the bagel thing, Matt reference. Like you can watch this movie twenty times. Yeah, I am definitely gonna first time. get this and watch it a bunch for sure. Yeah, it's really really good. Um, I wonder if this is the kind of movie that only works because it's animated. Like I wonder if you made a live action one, it would not be very good. I, I think don't I don't know if because like you'd have to sit there and watch some CGI Spider Ham. Yeah. yeah. No, just John Mulaney wearing a pig awful. mask. Just in in con. 
I mean, if they just put a pig nose on yeah. John Mulaney and put him in a Spider-Man yeah. suit, I would rather have that than a CGI Spider-Ham. Just a pig in with no CGI and a Spider-Man <laughs> suit. And, they <laughs> and he has no lines. He just, just stands what, what, there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just, 80, just ADR him. Just ADR John Mulaney over him. No, no ADR. <laughs>